Are you sick and tired of the same old boring golf polo? Then you need to head over to Proud90.com and check out some of the absolutely outrageous designs Proud90 Golf has to offer. Extremely lightweight, extremely comfortable, and Proud90 guarantees you will get at least one compliment every time you wear one of their polos out in public. Perfect for bachelor parties, spicing up a boring day at the office, or just having a few beers with the boys out on the course. Comfortable and fun designs for every occasion. And to our listeners, you get 15% off when you go to Proud90.com and enter the promo code DUFF. That's Proud90.com, enter the promo code DUFF for 15% off your order. It's the Duffin' Up Podcast. What's going on, Duff Daddies and Duff Mamas? Brendan here, and welcome to another episode of the Duff and Up Podcast. This new episode, we have decided to bring back our interview series, and I am so happy that we were able to welcome Michael Mitnick on the show this week. If you don't know Michael Mitnick, he is the founder of That Golf Grind on TikTok, has 240,000 followers on there, and also That Golf Grind on Instagram, which he has 50,000 followers. An unbelievable... Uh, guest that we had, honestly, one of the coolest guys that we've talked to, shared a lot of different stories. Uh, one about you know growing up in New Jersey, being a caddy, as well as being able to talk about the time he went on the Steve Harvey show because of one of his viral videos. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. All right, Duff Daddies and Duff Mamas, we have a very, very special guest for you this week, Michael Mitnick. You may know him as That Golf Grind on TikTok. Amazing following. Holy moly. 241,000 followers. 50,000 followers on Instagram as well. And the biggest thing he's doing, revolutionizing the way we think about online golf with his incredible 15 seconds and 30 second helpful tips. Taught me how to chip on multiple occasions. Still trying to get the slice out, Michael. That may take a bit, but... Please welcome on Michael Mitnick, boys. Welcome on to the show. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thanks, guys, for having me. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. So the first question we usually ask everyone, uh, you know, what got you into the game of golf? Yeah, so, I mean, I grew up playing golf at a pretty young age um, and started with my grandfather, took me to the driving range, uh, and I played, like, kind of every sport under the sun, mostly baseball throughout middle school and then um when high, when seventh grade came around uh, I was like I'm kind of tired of baseball and always had golf in the back pocket so I was like I'm, let me just switch things up do like an individual sport so took up golf competitively from there played competitively um end of middle school throughout high school um was getting recruited did some national tournaments um I'm currently at the Ohio State University. I'm not on the actual team, on the club team, but uh, yeah, just golf's kind of been uh, surrounded my entire life, and it's a great game and something I look forward to continue doing until uh, we're in the ground one day. So uh, we're uh, enjoying it. What what position do you play in baseball? I was pitcher and like middle infield shortstop. Yeah, you definitely can't pitch for for a lifetime. You can no. play golf for a lifetime, though. Yeah, for sure. No, that's great. That's great. Um, you know, one of one of my favorite things, and and the reason why I first ended up following you, and you were one of my first <laughs> follows on on TikTok, was the day in the life of the caddy stuff. I thought that was so cool, just going in as someone who used to caddy as well. You know, God knows how many years ago. You know, what was kind of just the what was your vibe behind that? Just, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going into work anyways. I might as well record it. Yeah. So I'm actually like really excited to continue that again in the summer. I'll be caddying in the summer again, but I caddy at a pretty nice club, in New Jersey, uh, gallery national. And I was like, man, like a lot of people, most people, when they go out to the course, they're not, you know, taking a caddy and it's kind of like the opposite side of things. Whereas like, we're, we kind of like the analytical minds and, we're lugging the bags, you know, and 
something cool that I tried to incorporate in there at the end of each video was like on my Apple watch, I would track it as a walk. And then you would kind of see like where I'm walking across the entire course. It was like seven miles or whatever. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. And it kind of gives people like an insight to that part of the game because some people are like, Oh, the caddies just hand them, hand them the clubs and, you know, trudge along. But I'm actually really looking forward to picking that up when I'm done this semester and going back home and starting to caddy again. And honestly, I think I'm going to start incorporating more like point of view type of things. So we have like little cut throughs in the course where I can just, I'll pop out my phone and like, you know, do a little like three second vlog and be like, this is what's going on or whatever. And like some of the days where it's like 95 degrees and I'm at, at my club, we have to wear like the full like master's jumpsuit. So there's I things saw have, that like, I, I can't things, believe it. <laughs> those things have like zero breathability in the summer. So it's, it's pretty bad. So I think incorporate some of that stuff. And yeah, I mean, I thought that was just a cool thing for, for people to see. One of the cool parts I thought too, was you always had, when you were getting out, you always had the almonds and the banana. And it yeah. was always like, which, which is more key to the survival on the course those days, the almonds or the banana? Yeah. So like, a lot of my friends will t like know me as like the guy who brings so many snacks to the course. And now that I think about it, that's another stereotype I have to do because it's actually me because my bag is filled with like nuts, goldfish, peanut butter crackers, like anything to like get me through the round. And when I caddy, like I shove those things in my pocket, like my pockets are filled at the beginning of the round with like all these snacks. And then by the end of the round, they're gone. And if I didn't have those, those snacks get me through the round sometimes when it, when it gets slow out there. You handing any of those out like candy to your, your members that you're caddying for, or are you eating all of them? I mean, so at my club, we're lucky enough where there's, there's snack stands out there for the people. So they get their fair share. I, I get my share of that stuff too, but uh, that's mostly the personal collection there. That's great. That's great. Now I, I, First of all, right off the bat, knew I was going to like you. You're a baseball guy. Um, baseball is like, you know, my first love, love watching baseball, um, then picked up golf and, you know, mostly, you know, playing with my brother my dad, my, my cousins, including Michael and now Brendan. And, uh, but another thing I caddied for a very brief period of time. And for that brief period of time, I had some stories. Do you tell me your, do you have any cool, funny stories, any cool stories? Have you caddied for anyone, you know, mem uh, memorable or notable? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple of stories I can kind of brush over, but uh, there's a few like famous people that have come through my club. Uh, I haven't had the privilege to caddy for any of them, but just to uh, name drop a few people like John Daly, Mark Wahlberg, uh, um, some other like celebrities that come through because Atlantic City, New Jersey is like a big gambling town a lot of these guys will come and go to the casinos uh, but I caddy for the uh, ShopRite LPGA Pro-Am every year and um, so I carry the bags for the amateurs and it's pretty cool because we actually are able to talk with the pros and their caddies and just kind of get that insight which is really really cool but the one pro in my group was the number one in the world at the time uh, Sung Young Park and um, like insane player just like robotic it, it's insane actually but usually when i tell the people that i'm caddying for that i play golf they're like oh let's see here's a club hit the shot and they play like scramble format so they dropped one in the middle of fairway for me got my caddy bib on dropped the clubs and i hit it closer than the pro and she gave What's me this <laughs> she was like she didn't not much english but she she did not look very happy so that, that was a pretty cool experience there <laughs> another kind of embarrassing experience um, that, you know, it happens, but so at the end of the round, um, I was counting for these guys. He had gone to his, he left the clubs on the cart and he must've unstrapped the cart, uh, the bag to the cart. And so I'm like, all right, I'll take these around. I drove away. The bag comes tipping down. His driver just snaps. Like, oh, oh no. And I'm like, he just handed me like money. He just like paid me. Or like, I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, do you want this back? He's like, no, no big deal. Like I'm just going to get a new one anyway. But that was just like, <laughs> that was like a heart dropping moment. Cause I was like, I just caddied really well for these people. And like his driver just 
broke. I was like, Oh my gosh. Wow. But yeah, there's a, there's always stuff that happens each round. Like usually it takes them a good two, three holes to uh, trust me on their on their reads. And they'll hit a couple that I, I tell them, all right, two balls outside, right. And they're like, all right, I don't see that. They'll like hit it left. They're like, Oh, you were right. And I'll, it'll take them a few holes, but uh, yeah, I love it. Honestly, just, just to be even more surrounded by the game is, is pretty awesome. You probably did him a favor. He was probably ready to get a new driver. Like you said, he's probably just waiting for that right moment to say, <laughs> I'm going to pull the trigger. You've yeah. seen that happen too. Like, I mean, you probably see that happen like a couple times a summer, like four or five times where a guy just drives away, bag comes flying off the back. Never do you see the driver break or any club break, you know, it's all, yeah. it usually stays intact. The fact that luck, that's terrible luck. Yeah, that was a, that was a rough one. What a nice guy, though. He just said, nah, keep it. I mean, I yeah. like that. I like that. Yeah. Very. Yeah. For um, sure, man. One of the really cool the, things. Oh, sorry, Deb. Go ahead. So, Just before we skip over, uh, it's in Atlantic City, you said? Yeah, so it's like right outside Atlantic City, New Jersey. We're, like, we're kind of like on the marsh. Um, so it's, it's, it's really pretty cool course. I'm familiar with the area a little bit. Um, I lived yeah. in Ventnor for a few months, but um, oh, Ventnor! You lived in Ventnor? Yeah, for like like I don't know, just a few months, but um, yeah. So I have you ever heard of a course called Twisted Dune or something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. Twisted Dune. I played there once. Oh, there a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Um, if uh, if we were to go down there, um, you know, just out of a whim, where would you recommend playing? Just I'll write it down and put it in a pocket and try to remember it. So yeah, I mean, Southern New Jersey is actually got a pretty pretty nice courses um public courses you got um seaview that's where they got the lpga uh shop right classic they have two courses the bay and pines the bay is where they have the uh shop right event it's it's usually in decent shape it's pretty cool usually usually windy uh, then you got atlantic city country club which is semi-private that's the birthplace of the birdie that's where they came up with that term the birdie yeah. pretty cool oh um so that's kind of on the marsh there uh you got twisted dunes uh pretty cool course um not like a typical track and then another really cool course is uh mccullough's emerald links it's on that same road as twisted dune it used to be an old dump they built a golf course on top of the dump so it's like got crazy elevated tee shots cool undulations so that's a cool course there too very cool all right i wrote them down i wrote them down (laughs) That's unreal. Oh man. Now we, now we got to ask that for everyone, Tim, way to go. We set precedent. (laughs) Um, One of the coolest, uh, you know, Instagram reels and, and TikTok things I saw was when you were caddying for that guy that had an XXEO club. Yeah. Like I, number one, I I think, I don't think they exist. Like, I think I, this is a conspiracy theory I have. I don't think XXEOs are actually real. Like I know Ernie L's, has has them and i know that he's in all of their commercials and it's supposed to be the elite of the elite i don't think they're real i i, I just don't and i will ne- you'll never see it at pga tour superstore that's for sure but yeah. um what was it like kind of having like that type of club in your hand and being like this is the most ridiculously expensive club i've ever seen in my life? yeah so with that it was funny enough xxio was doing a demo day at my club which was like unheard of. Cause like you said, you don't see these clubs anywhere besides those like fancy commercials. They put those like cool filters on and like B roll and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they did a demo day. So that actually wasn't his club. He was demoing it for the round. They let him take him out for the round. Um, but so like, it's a pretty high end club and they were getting people buying these things. Like something I learned from the, the fitter that was with them, I was talking with them. So they're like 800 bucks for the driver but over in over in japan they're like each club is like 3500 they'll they'll pay like times five multiple per club in japan just because how popular golf is in japan and they're willing to pay like so much money but yeah they're they're meant for like slower swing speeds so like seniors and stuff and it was like a little weird just carrying around that club i've had a couple like circle t putters and stuff but you know, it, it's weird to like find, find those clubs. 
it was absolutely insane. Like I, I, I remember seeing that and I'm like, that dude is either the richest guy in the world that, the, that Michael's caddying for, or he like got this somewhere out of nowhere. Like it was a gift or a hammy or not a hand-me-down, but like a gift or something. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, that is that absolutely ridiculous. And you're right. Literally every commercial I see is like champagne, beautiful cars, Ernie L sitting, and then like Exexio driver. What? Now, did you yeah. like, did you get to hit it? I didn't hit it. I, honestly, I'd probably break the shaft because it's so light and it's like a noodle. It's, I mean, they're like for really slow swing speeds and like these things are really light and whippy. It was, it was pretty crazy. That's insane, man. I, I just can't believe, I just, I, again, I'm a conspiracy theorist on the XXOs. I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're real. I don't think they're real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Dude, big fan of the series that it only made it up to 13 feet, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the putting one foot every once a day or something like that, increasing it. Um, I think, I think I, I started looking at it on day, like, you know, it pops up on your for you page. Uh, I right. think I, it was at like day three or four. I was like, oh, I can't wait. I hope he makes up to 50 feet. How far did you think that that would end up going? So that's another funny story. So that whole series is one that I did actually a year ago and I made it up to a hundred feet. So if you scroll way down in my TikTok page, you'll find every single one. You have to go way down though. You'll find like every single, I think once I hit 70, I went by tens because it was getting ridiculous. Um, so I just started, I reposted some of that stuff because I was like, all right, I have a bigger following now. Like maybe some people will enjoy it. It wasn't doing the best. And it was kind of some filler stuff anyway, because with school, it's, it's tough to film sometimes. But no, I actually did every I, I did every single one up to 70 at least. And then I went 80, 90 and 100, I believe. So I, I, I completed the challenge. For sure. yeah, yeah, I would say so. I remember that because I'm, I'm looking at, I remember very vaguely. I commented on day three or four, not this one this time around. So you guys go and do your thing. I got to look this up. But that's no, that's cool, man. To to make yeah. it that hundred foot putt, that's incredible. Yeah. Good for you. You're, dedi- you're dedicated to this, man. You're good for you. Yeah. You're, we're talking off air about how it's supposed to snow in Ohio, and he's got to get to the the range tomorrow to put out some some content. Like, what's your what's your uh, like goal? Like, keep it going. Obviously, just keep expanding. Like, do you, do you have any ideas? Obviously, just personal, but. Like kind of share, yeah, share, I mean, share that side of things. I'm sure you're so young. You got a lot of, a lot of room for just continuing what you're doing and having fun with it. Yeah. I mean, you guys want to hear like kind of everything, how it came up and started. Yeah. Man. So I can, go, I can go through that. So like I started back in uh, 2018, I started that golf grind on Instagram with my buddy. There was a big snowstorm in New Jersey. I have a picture of him coming to my house, walking down my cul-de-sac because his dad couldn't drive down my cul-de-sac. There was so much snow. He was walking with like two wedges and some foam balls. We're like, all right, let's just start filming some like trick shots in my basement or whatever. And then we created, I came up with the name, that golf grind. I think it's a pretty good name now. It's a pretty good name. Fantastic name. Quite quite a name. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good name. Um, But yeah, so we started filming some trick shots, uh, just like hitting balls like foam balls across my basement into cups and stuff posted posted them on the uh account um i think after we we did it pretty consistently maybe posted a couple times a week then like something big happened where we got like reposted on sports center's instagram and they got like 10 million followers that happened and then it happened again and then i was at home had the golf channel on my tv and i see like me on there like they're showing my trick shot or whatever so like some crazy stuff happened like that um literally had like fox news on and they're like talking about the president or whatever they're like to end the night we're gonna show a golf trick shot and it's literally like me doing like a stupid trick shot in my basement i'm like what is going on here was this so, early too, like just when you started kind of yeah you, so this was not like you had tried for years and years and years and never this was like kind of quick. Yeah, this was early. So, um, 
So that stuff happened. I might have the timing a little off, but at least after we posted on SportsCenter a couple of times, we got reached out by the Steve Harvey show um, and they wanted to fly us out to LA and go on the Steve Harvey show and meet Steve Harvey and like interview. Sure. <laughs> yeah, just like routine stuff. Why not? So, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, uh, yeah, we got on a plane uh, like a month later, flew out to LA. I was, I was in California for like 24 hours. We filmed the segment with Steve Harvey. Um, this was a, this was 2018. So I was, I was, I'm 19 now, almost 20. I was 15. So it's on YouTube. There's a little blackmail of me on there, but uh, my young self, we did like a <laughs> trick shot on there. Uh, I think it was like our Jenga trick shot where we hit Jenga blocks out of the tower with like a foam ball. So we did that on go by yourself. The show. What was that? You go by yourself. I went, uh, me, my buddy, and both of our moms came. I was going to say um, my mom or dad would have been right there. Yeah. I'm like 15 track. Like did you pay you that young? You probably didn't pay for anything because your parents are there, but it was, it was like all, everything was paid yeah, they, for. That's crazy. Yeah. It was a really, really cool experience. Um, so then we came back from that um, a little like five seconds of, fame at, at my school or whatever and then the account kind of started dying off a little bit on instagram i believe had like 4500 followers um and then like kind of school got picked up a little bit it died off and then when covid came around the account was down to like a thousand followers so it was like 3500 followers um and i was like man like this was fun like i just personally enjoy taking the camera out, just filming golf, just cause I, I just like that. And I was like, Hey James, like my buddy that I started with, like, do you care if I just like take this and like do it myself? He's like, no, no problem. He wasn't like as interested in it as I was. So I saw TikTok. Uh, I saw TikTok as like a cool opportunity. Um, then I started like reposting some of my trick shots on TikTok. Um, they were doing okay. Um, actually the one first viral video was my friend falling out of a golf cart, um, <laughs> it had like 3 million views, but, uh, they were doing okay. And then I, I saw like golf instruction, how I could give like a unique, um, uh, eye into it since I'm a, I'm a good golfer with worked with a number of PGA pros. I can kind of simplify the game a little bit for these people and they're in 10, 15 seconds, give them a tip. And that's kind of where I saw it take off. Um, TikTok, you know, hit a hundred thousand and then now 200,000. And then I was like, man, I want to just, I want to start building, um, excuse me, on Instagram a little bit, just to kind of diversify. So I just started reposting some stuff on there, editing it on Instagram and kind of built up a decent following on there. And that's kind of uh, where I am now. Wow. Awesome, man. Just to think, we were going to get through the whole interview and not hear about you going on Steve Harvey. We were right there and very <laughs> close to not hearing about that. Lead with I mean, that. Incredible. Steve, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Steve Harvey is already one of the most peculiar and interesting human beings like in the world. So I can imagine being like six feet away from, or not even six feet, just like talking to him. Like it must have been absolutely insane. Yeah. And he's like a huge golf guy too. That's why uh, their person reached out to us. And like, after we filmed our segment and aired, um, we were featured on like his favorite guests uh, recap show. Cause I think that show is discontinued now. I don't think he does that show anymore. He does like a million shows. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess he like really liked us. And he just, he just likes golf in general too. Huh. Yeah. What's Ohio state doing? That's going to, gonna make you take this even further what how's that going do you like it like are you studying for anything that's relevant to golf or is it just kind of kind of two different uh two different worlds yeah so i'm doing finance right now i'm big business guy i like numbers and that kind of thing so relevant to golf golf is very expensive very relevant to golf for sure yeah definitely but yeah i mean finance not the most interesting of classes but it, it all builds on it especially now since the, so, the the social media stuff is turning a little bit more into a business um mm-hmm. so you know it, it's relevant for sure absolutely 100 yeah. no and that's 
that that'll definitely help you out. I know when I was in college, I was an econ Jesus way back in when I was an econ major and Mike, you were sports management, right? I was, yes. Oh, Finance, Tim, I don't. It's just like, Tim, I, I know you had like seventeen thousand different majors at Marquette, and then when you came back here, you switched back up. So I don't remember, to be honest with you. Oh man, but uh, Brennan, Brennan, is that a college uh, quarter zip? What, this is a coastal. This is coastal Carolina. So since we've been down here, um, everyone close. says you have to be a Gamecocks fan or you have to be a, a Clemson fan, and I, I really hate Clemson. Uh, and I, I really do not like Clemson. And then I, uh, you know, didn't warm up to South to the Gamecocks. So Coastal Carolina started getting nasty in football. So we we're just like, hey, we're Shauna Clears fans. Like, we'll just go with that. You know, they run that crazy inverted veer offense. And to be honest, it's a, good looking. It's it's a, good a very, looking very cool. Yes. Yeah. So. You got the you got the Hanukkah. You got hat. the Hanukkah hat. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. But yeah. I was I was trying to get to. I mean, Brennan went to Villanova, Michael, and Providence College, college basketball team is on a tear right now, on an absolute tear. They're 17, 18, and 2, just beat Marquette. So we're coming for Villanova, Brennan. You watch you, you watch out. You watch out, kid. I, I Nova stinks this year, so it's cool. They don't stink. They, just they don't never stink. They never stink. They, but yeah, Michael, literally my mother uh, bought this for me for Christmas. She's like, I know you like Travis Matthews. And I feel like this is a nice hat. It'll it'll go go nice with you. And if you can tell, there's actually it's it's very much a Hanukkah hat. It's very nice. much a Hanukkah. I was like, okay, mom, we're not Jewish, but that's all right. So yeah. so that was super fun. So now now I have a lovely Hanukkah Travis Matthews hat, uh, which is very very comfortable. Um, exactly. So obviously, a couple of different areas on TikTok that you've been doing great at. Uh, one of them we talked about was the caddy, you know, the life day in the life of a caddy. My favorite one personally is the golf stereotypes. So just kind of wondering how you just, how you came up with that, where you just kind of one day seeing your buddy and he took seven practice swings and, and you were like stereotype. <laughs> yeah. So I grew up like watching like dude perfect and stuff. And I saw they did mm -hmm. like some cool stereotype stuff. So I was like, and they did a golf stereotype video, but I was like, there's, there's so many more things that like, if you just sat like on the back porch of a country club and just observed and like, you're like, man, like, what are these people doing? And like, it's just cause you play golf. So there's just a ton of funny things that when they'll see my videos, they'll be like, I didn't even realize I did that, but like I do it. And now I can't stop thinking about it. So I just think it's the, my whole like goal and like the stuff that does well, and like just to make everything relatable like the relatable content is the stuff that it, it does super well you get like really good engagement you're able to reach the audience and you just honestly it just it helps grow the game more because it's exposing people who might not you know play golf and say wow like i relate to this like and look he, he has golf so maybe i'll try it just trying to grow the game a little bit all right now two questions to to branch off of that one branch right off of that um self-awareness right there which golf stereotype are you and which one of those stereotypes really grind your gears on the golf course like if your buddy's doing that then which one really just you know ticks you off so the one that like makes me upset and mad is the person i just posted it uh today actually on my instagram the guy takes too many practice swings it's just ridiculous especially when i'm caddying and i'm trying to keep up pace of play and this guy has been like triple and quadding every hole and he's just like going through this full routine i'm like dude just hit the ball man like we're all here just to slap it around a little bit so that one definitely grinds my gears a little bit uh as far as myself i haven't posted yet like i was saying earlier it's got to be the food guy i mean <laughs> even if even if some guys like my my buddies will be like I'm hungry like I'll be like I got extra peanut butter crackers if you want them like I I just am loaded up on the food and I de definitely need to post that because I think some other people might have like a full pantry in the golf bag also. Love that. Good. <laughs> Absolutely. If you had to guess for one of each of us, what do you think the stereotype would be? 
And I will say, if you say me as the food guy, because I'm a chubby man, I will come through this and tackle you. <laughs> oh, geez. I wasn't going there, but. Let's uh, go. Okay, I'll, that's I'll, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll start with uh, Timmy down there. I would say, well, so you were, you said you were a baseball guy. So you're definitely the guy who's got that baseball swing out there. You're slicing it. You're the slice guy. <laughs> Accurate. For sure. <laughs> That's so funny. Mike, oh my Mike's got the bucket hat. He kind he knows what's going on. I, I would say he's the guy that's he got the large gimme circle around the uh <laughs> with the stick. Also accurate. <laughs> I love this. Uh, I Brendan this. looks he's down in South Carolina. He knows what's up with the warm weather. Um I don't know. I, maybe the guy who is a practice guy, you, you bang balls at the range a lot. Yes. That if you were going to go practice swing guy, I was going to be like, I do not take a practice swing actually before I hit the ball, I go up, I do a little, little wiggle and then I just hit it. Like I don't do it anymore. Cause I psych myself out. So I was about to be like, you got two out of three, but you got three out of three. So well done, sir. Well done. That was, I mean, that that was well done on the fly on the fly good yeah. job that's awesome stuff I, I i think i i definitely got to take that take that gimme circle and run with it that's yeah, good you should, you should. <laughs> guys that's like he's got, got the five foot gimme set the, the extra circle there's the circle of love and then he's got the extended circle of love so that's all that matters oh man so a couple was, of just oh sorry about that. Timmy's got Timmy's got the biggest swing you can imagine. When Enormous. He when he, when he's oh my when God. he's when he's feeling great, when he's feeling his best, or when he's feeling his worst, his that's when his swing's the best and the hardest. Like he's just out. I love it. I love it. Tim's, can, Tim's got the John Daly swing where literally at one point, if he wanted to, he could touch the ground with how far he takes his his, back, his club back sometimes. Like it is, it is, it is a, and if he, when he makes contact, pocket. when he makes contact, where was the place in New Hampshire? Remember the New Hampshire place where it was just straight downhill? Literally, it was a par four. I would say like probably like three ninety, right? And so you hit it over the hill, and then you kind of like wait for it to go down, and it usually collects at like a hundred yard marker. Tim hit it through the fairway, over the green, and into the woods. <laughs> and they could not find his. You got that recoil. You have the recoil after the swing. Um. Oh, if if I yeah, like it, yeah, no. yeah. yeah. If you nuke it, yes. <laughs> yeah, they're they're being very nice. What they're telling you is the one shot in a million that I get in the fairway. The other ones are very errant left right. We're going, you know, we're going way out there. Um. But you, obviously, with a big backswing comes a lot of error. Um. And then Mike. Mike is one of the better putters I've ever seen, uh, but, but I like the uh, I do like the the gimme circle because if he doesn't make a putt, he just kind of slaps it at the hole and calls it <laughs> goes to the next one. Yeah, I haven't even filmed that one. I'm just like coming up with ideas. Like on that's a, that's on off the cuff. That's off the cuff. I that, that wow. one, the gimme circle one was great, and that's yeah. gimme circle one's on. I can't point. believe you did. I can't believe you haven't done that yet. That you just no. came. But when you said earlier that you could just sit back at a country club and come up with, you could come up with 15, 20, 30 a day. Like, oh, I'm yeah. guessing in your arsenal, just from, just from caddying, like just seeing random guys. Like I love the, I love the arm one. That was perfect. Like I know so many guys like that. The practice swing grandma, one. You got a grandma in the driver's seat on the caddy uh, on the uh, golf cart. Cause slow drivers, even on oh, the highway. That's a good idea. Right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that one. That's the worst. Like when I'm, I'll hop on the back of their carts. If I'm forecatting, like get in between holes and he has the pedal like halfway down and we're like crawling. I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then he'll like floor it. And I'll like almost fly off the back. It's, it's a, uh, that's annoying for sure. Terrible. Hey, Mike, there was that video that you posted of, I, I'm not sure if it was you or your buddy, um, and, and he took the ball, he had a ball and tee in his hand, mm -hmm. and he threw it down, and it stuck in the ground, yeah. all landed on the tee, and he oh. nuked one, it's just an absolute piss yeah. missile off into the fairway. How many times did that take behind the scene right. right here? So, behind that the scene answer. Ball was glued? 
So Just remember, was, a magician never shares glue. his secrets. <laughs> it was not glue. It was something sticky that... So I had this idea. We were just playing, and this was, I think, it might have been two years ago, actually, at this point, or a year and a half ago. And I was like, imagine if someone just, like, dropped the ball, like, straight onto the ground, and, like, it just stayed there, and then they just, like, hit it. And I was like, well, we don't have glue. Like, I feel like with the ground was soft, so I was like, if you dropped it and we had glue, like, it would work. But I'm like, we don't have glue, so, like, what's out here on the golf course? And I'm like, tree sap. So we go over to the tree, right? And we like are like carving at this tree. We get this like sticky stuff from the tree. We like stick the ball to the tee and we have like a few that we made and like, we're just trying to drop it. I have like a a deleted take that I dropped it, but it's like slanted. And obviously (laughs) it looks like it's stuck to something, (laughs) but the one he did looks perfect. It looks like crazy edited like so fake but i promise you it was it was real for this sure we did use came up with that on a whim so yeah so if you hold the ball the tee above the ball would, would the tree sap have held it like connected yeah. to the tee no way it's that sticky yeah that stuff's really sticky i know that from caddying just in the trees a lot because you don't keep it in the fairway <laughs> you, hit a, you hit oh my god you're a brilliant man you start like touching the trees and stuff and if that stuff gets on your hands it's, it's a problem so yeah i've never had that thought of throwing a tee in the ground and having the ball stick and i'm just curious if i'd have the thought of tree sap if i did have the first thought that you had. <laughs> that's <laughs> unbelievable that's that's fantastic um michael i know i know you've been able to do a couple of uh like crossover series with a couple of the other Pretty, pretty big TikTok guys, our friends, our buddy, Zach Moore. We saw, I saw a couple of uh, the crossovers with him, which was awesome. What is, what is one, either one TikToker that you have done it with, or you really enjoyed it, or someone that you would want to do it with in the future, not on the PGA tour, because we can't count that. We don't, we can't count it, but anyone else kind of within kind of the golf influence sphere or like, you know, just golf, uh, you know, social media that you would want to do something like that with? Yeah. So I was actually going down to Florida and I, Zach's from Orlando and I was up in Jacksonville. He made the drive up. We filmed like some stuff and that was really fun. He's a great guy. Um, funny enough, I don't know if you're familiar with hole in one trick shots on Instagram. I um, am. That dude's he a lives, monster. Josh Kelly, right? Yeah. So back home in New Jersey, he lives five minutes away from me. So funny, funny connection is, his brother-in-law is my caddy master. So there's wow. some connection there. So I have his number. We're definitely going to collab when I get back. And so that's going to be super fun. Uh, really cool. But it's definitely got to be like GM golf and their crew. They're just, they're absolutely killing it. Like good, good's just insane. It was pretty crazy because back in like 2018, when we started this account, I was like DMing with Garrett um, GM golf when he had, like 30,000 followers on Instagram, kind of in my boat, actually. And I think he probably was around my age because I think he's he's 21. So he, he might be two, three years older than me. And we were just like talking about like, oh, you should drive out to Kansas or like do something like a collab. And I'm like, look back at it. I'm like, what if like I just like got on a plane and like collabed with him and like Ooh. I see where they are now. I'm like, man, like, did I make a mistake? Like, <laughs> but it but uh, no, that would definitely be a really cool thing to meet them. And yeah, they're, they're killing it. Oh, yeah. Man. Imagine living in the good, good house, just playing golf <laughs> all day, every day. Good for them. Yeah. That's a good one. I did one, one video and it wasn't even me who was putting. I forget who it was. Oh, it was, uh, it was to like that emotional damage song or whatever. And it was just guys like lipping it out. And literally the amount of people who just commented underneath at Grant Horvat, I was like, holy, I was like, this poor kid, this is one putt one time. And granted, it was a very, very makeable putt, like three feet and lips it out. And they're these kids on TikTok are just ruining his life. <laughs> just posting that. Oh man, it was so funny. But yeah, that would be that'd be an unreal that'd be an unreal collab for for anyone really. Just being out there with those guys, yeah. uh, Tim would want to probably be Kyle Berkshire, I'm guessing, because you guys could both just absolutely whack the heck out of the ball with each other. 
I, uh, Mike, I ask this question to anyone that comes on the show and pretty much everyone I talk to that is a golfer. Do you have any hole in ones? And if so, what hole, what club, where, you know, yardage, give me the deeds. So I don't have any hole in ones, unfortunately. Closest I've come was I flew it in the hole and then it flew out off the green. So that, that was unfortunate. <laughs> but uh, I've, I've witnessed a hole in one. Um, I was playing in a tournament. I was on the next tee box and it was a par three. The green was kind of right there. The guy hold it. Um, someone I caddied for, good player. This man had 18 hole in ones and he must have been like, what? In his mid 40s. I'm like, dude, like, and he, and he, he was like, yeah, he just like said it like it was nothing. And like, I'm sure when he makes another hole in one, it's just going to be like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I've hold out from the fairway from like one, from like 140, like three times, I think, but not, not a hole in one. That's insane. That That dude needs to buy a lottery ticket. Like that, that dude needs to buy a lottery, like every lottery he would win. Like that's, you don't get, Jesus Christ, 18 holes. Like that's, that's an entire round. Was he a really good golfer? He was like, I would say, yeah, he was good. He was probably like a, a, a one or two. He, he was a solid player. Gotcha. Yeah. But I mean, like, even like plus two, plus three guys don't even have that many holes in one. Yeah. Holy moly. Oh, man. Um, so before we get, we, we do have one kind of cool golfer poll that we, uh, not Timmy comes up with, Timmy came up with golfer polls, started that way back in the day on TikTok. Now what? 2020, Tim, the originals. Uh, it was COVID. Yeah, it was COVID. Yeah. So we always start that one, but I, I just kind of want to do some like rapid fire fun questions too. And guys, please, please jump in. If, uh, if you have any for, for Michael as well. So number one, first one is always. Uh, Tiger and Phil or Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas? Are we talking like match or like just people? In no, context. No, no context. context. <laughs> no context. <laughs> you got a mat. You have one mat. You got a match. You got to, you got to choose between, you know, Tiger and Phil, Arnie and Arnie and Jack, who you got to play with, to play with them. Just pure joy of yeah. being around them. Yeah. Playing one um, match, who are you playing against? It's got to be Tiger, Phil. Like, I, it has to be. And weird story with Tiger. Like, one of the guys I caddied for is, like, his boss is Tiger's agent. So, like, he he actually – so, you remember the match, uh, Tom Brady, uh, Peyton mm-hmm. Manning down in Florida at Seminole? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, he was the tournament director. He was the guy on, like, the TV, like, doing wow. it um that's so, so cool. i caddy for him so that was kind of cool but yeah cool. gotta be tiger for sure on that question yeah absolutely tiger phil. correct correct answer correct answer perfect. phil can stay home brendan phil phil <laughs> phil can go anywhere he wants leave phil out we we need one lefties get one that's all we I have like for and it's phil uh nike or other or nike apparel for golf or any other apparel for golf any other apparel Yes. Correct answer. Correct answer. The correct always answer is Adidas. But anyways, besides that, I, uh, I have a war between, between Nike golf. They, they do not treat our, our big fellow, our fellow big fellows like me. Well, very, 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 very tight. tight What's your favorite brand? What, what, uh, what do we got? Uh, I mean, I think I don't own, I don't own like any of their stuff, but like Peter Millar stuff, super clean. Like I just mm. like the clean looks. Um, I like Adidas also. They make good stuff. I'm not a f- huge fan of Under Armour. Now I was like a big Jordan Spieth fan, like growing up as like a 15 year old, I bought like a ton of Under Armour shirts. I got the Under Armour shoes that were way too big for me and I still bought them, but not, not a fan. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like the, just the clean look. Yeah, definitely. I mean that that the uh, the Jay Lindbergh company too out out in Europe. I really like their stuff, but I don't have hundred fifty dollars a pop for for their polos. Yeah, so unfortunately, exactly. we, uh, if I was Victor Victor Hovland, I, I'd love it. But yeah, no no chance. I'm I'm gonna get those guys. Favorite out of the four majors. 
Uh, Masters. I love. There we go. go. And then rank the other three after after the first. Um, U.S. Open. Uh, then it goes the Open, and then PGA. Okay. Yeah. I've got I've got the U.S. and the British British ones a uh, little little mixed on there, but that's okay. It depends. It depends where they play the British. If it's like if it's like at St Andrews, like it is this year, like it comes that's on top of that for sure. Yeah, Brennan. I mean said- that that's rivaling Augusta this year. So that's yeah. like that's one of those yeah. ones where if it's at St Andrews, it's it's a it's a great event. Yeah, the Open's your favorite, right, Brennan? It is. It is very sneaky. Over and I have a very, very high ball flight, so I would play terribly in any type of links play. Like, I cannot keep the ball on the ground to save my life. So it's very strange why I like the Open so much. I say that on, on numerous podcasts I've said that. But, yeah, it is definitely my favorite. Um, final. Mike. Oh, sorry. Go for it, bud. I, I, got, a, I got a one – the golfer poll question that I wanted to ask him. We know our answers. This is like an example of one. So if you could have any hole – as your backyard, any hole in golf, you know, whether it be number 16 at this course or number 10 at this course, any hole in golf, um, current course, past course, whatever, as your backyard, and that comes with the scenery around it and water around it, whatever, what hole would you make as your backyard? You I mean, it, it's got to be 12 at Augusta. Like, if I, if I looked at my, out of my backyard, like, and it was just Augusta, like that's just crazy. Or what is it, six at Pebble? Six at Pebble. That's mm-hmm. what I said. That was my answer. Yeah. Yes. Yep. No, uh, mine was none of the above. Mine, mine's eighteen at Harbor Town because one, I live like a mile and a half away from it, and two, you can't. It's lit. You literally cannot miss the fairway because it's the biggest fairway in golf. <laughs> so, hey, if I'm on the eighteenth hole, I want to hit it in the fairway. Just give me one. So, so that's why I take that one. And it's got a great little scenery too. Um, uh, I said eighteen pebble. Eighteen at pebble, yes. Yeah, I can. Hey, par five. Got to be a par five, so you can make it a par four or a par three. But Golden Bell, you can't beat Golden Bell. So I like that pick too. I like that pick that you picked, Mike. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So, like I said earlier, we do have kind of a set so that was a very nice little sample golfer pull tim i don't know if you want to run with another one or we can we can go ahead and and call it at that one or if you got one more we'd uh love to hear all right it too. all right we'll do this will be the last one um I mean, uh, nike golf on i was i, <laughs> I was about to yes. say nike's not durable. like it's not really that durable it's expensive no, no it goes golf. through like we're not the pros. We don't get one one outfit a day. Like we we gotta make shit last. That's right. I'm still a sucker though. See that swoosh and um. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, uh, all right. So you're like, you are stranded on an island. You're stranded on an island. You have unlimited golf balls. Whatever ball you play, you have unlimited golf balls. But you can only bring one club. Oh no. Which club are you bringing? And you're going to be driver. there for <laughs> what do you say? Driver. Driver. Oh, driver. Driver. Yeah. driver. Yeah. Brendan said putter too. <laughs> I said putter. Driver. <laughs> driver. driver is oh. the only answer there. No, no, it's not. Okay. You come back, you're making 30 footers on the reg. It's you the most amazing putter. thing. You can make no. it with two sticks. Hard disagree. <laughs> hard, hard disagree on, make, on all of that. You can't make a club that pounds it out. What else are you going to do on a stranded island? You're just going to pound golf balls into the ocean and maybe. Or you can pound golf balls into the cup from 40 feet away. And then when you get back, you could basically be a tour player, Michael. You're not going to get back because you're going to be dead because you weren't catching fish with your driver. You could throw some line on there, you know, a little worm hanging on the bottom of the ball. And then you're real. I don't know. It's just. I've never, Timmy, that wasn't where we were headed. <laughs> to be fair, it only took us 50 minutes to go off the rails. We're usually Timmy, off the rails say? within the first 20. So that's. You good. say driver too, Timmy? I think I said three iron. I think, I, or three wood or something. I, I will know. miss, I would miss having an iron, like a seven iron. Yeah. yeah. You could like skip some across the water too. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. 
hit a stinger yeah. with a two. I mean, not yeah. even God can hit a one iron, so we don't have to worry about that one. But nice yeah. little stingers all day with a with a nice little three iron or a four iron. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. You know, it'd be better though. What's in the bag, Mike? Thinking putts. <laughs> so I, I got a I got a two iron in the bag. Uh, yeah, I got the Titleist U five hundred two iron in the bag. Got the uh, the Sim driver three wood. I have. I have a couple Scotties at home, but I gravitate. I got the uh, Spider TaylorMade Spider, which I, I really like. I got uh, AP2 irons, so I definitely need some new irons. They're, they're a little, little old. I probably had them for like four or five years. And I have uh, SM7 wedges. Those things barely have grooves left on them. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely feel you on that side. I. I go my uh my 56 degree wedge is literally 10 years old and I'm just not I'm I'm not I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to switch it out. It's an old old Cleveland and it hits like it it's it's still my best club in my bag so I'm like I'm not touching it. Yeah. You develop an affection for those clubs. I got the I, I got do. my 52 degree. It's it's absolutely beat but it's beautiful to me. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Michael, we really, really do appreciate you coming on tonight, man. Uh, thank you very much. Tell everyone where they can find you. I know we pretty much already did, but give them, tell them again. Give them, give them another round of it. Yeah, so that golf grind, uh, all one word on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Definitely going to start pumping out more YouTube stuff uh, in the near future. But I post every day on TikTok uh, and Instagram, so you can find me there. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Mike. We really, Michael, we really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Appreciate it, guys. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. Thanks.